Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go. The topic, saying no. For many of us, the most difficult word to say is one of the shortest and easiest in the vocabulary. No. Go ahead, say it out loud. No. Wow. It, 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 it did produce this weird visceral feeling. No, simple to pronounce, hard to say. We're afraid people won't like us or we will feel guilty. We may believe that a good employee, child, parent, spouse, or Christian never says no. The problem is we don't. if we don't learn to say no, we stop liking ourselves and the people we always try to please. We may even punish others out of resentment. When do we say no? When no is what we really mean. When we learn to say no, we stop lying. People can trust us and we can trust ourselves. This is an important point, like no and trust. And saying yes actually shows no trust. <laughs> it's very awesome. When we learn to say no, we stop lying. People can trust us and we can trust ourselves. All sorts of good things happen when we start saying what we mean. If we're scared to know, we can buy some time. We can take a break, rehearse the word, I love this line, and go back and say no. We don't have to offer long explanations for our decisions. When we say no, we can say yes to the good. Our no's and our yeses begin to be taken seriously. We gain control of ourselves and we learn a secret. No isn't really that hard to say. Today, I will say no if that is what I mean. Wow. I love the part, if we're scared to say no, we can buy some time. We can take a break, rehearse the word, and go back and say no. We don't have to offer long explanations for our decisions. And I think that's the thing is, no, I don't, won't be doing that. And just practice. I don't think, I, you know, I'll, it's almost like, of course, the idea came, but I, it's almost like I haven't internalized that with myself, you know. I think a lot of this stuff, you know, it's just kind of like life at a certain point, there were some things that I wasn't taught and then I didn't take it upon myself to learn. And that's really my responsibility, accountability to me, you know, to kind of uh, work on that. And speaking of which, the next topic, nice segue Kawan, is also from language of letting go. The topic is solving problems. Problems are made to be solved. Some of us spend more time reacting to the fact that we have a problem then we do solving the problem. Why is this happening to me? Isn't life awful? How come this had to happen? Oh dear, this is terrible. Why is God, the universe, an agency, a person or life picking on me? Right, and I think that was the other thing is problems with discipline, as Scott Peck says, you know, can be handled. You know, it's, you know why, is, why is this manager giving me this work, you know? Problems are inevitable. Some problems can be anticipated, some are surprises, but the idea that problems occur re regularly never need be a surprise. The good news is that for every problem, there is a solution. Sometimes the solution is immediate. Sometimes it takes a while to discover. And I'm reading this book called Path of Least Resistance. And I think to learn how to create the solution. Sometimes the solution involves letting go. Sometimes the problem is ours to solve. Sometimes it isn't. And so I think also letting go of the seriousness of it. Like, you know, just kind of do it and do it without emotionality. You know, sometimes there's something we can clearly do to solve the problem. Other times we, we need to struggle, flounder, do our part, and then trust our higher power for help. Sometimes the problem, I love that, struggle, flounder, do our part, and sometimes then trust our higher power for help. Sometimes the problem is just part of life. Sometimes the problem is important because we are learning something through the problem and its solution. 
Sometimes problems end up working out for good in our life. They get us headed in a direction that is superior to one we may have otherwise taken. Sometimes problems just are, and sometimes they're a warning sign that we're on the wrong track. We can learn to accept problems as an inevitable part of life, and we can learn to solve problems. And, you know, have to realize that, first off, it's a responsibility as part of the reparenting process. I have, you know, the, the money that, you know, as a kid, maybe, like, wouldn't have had. The tools and people to ask for. And literature like this to remind me, you know. Um, man, what a gift. What a gift. We can learn to accept problems as an inevitable part of life. We can learn to solve problems. We can learn to trust our ability to solve problems. We can learn to identify which problems are trying to lead us to a new direction and which simply ask for solving. We can also learn to delegate. We can learn to focus on the solution rather than the problem and maintain a positive attitude toward life and the inevitable flow of problems and solutions. Today, I will learn to trust solutions rather than be victimized by problems. I will not use problems to prove I'm helpless, picked on, or martyred. I will not point to my problems to prove how awful life is. I will learn to trust the flow of problems and solutions. God, help me solve the problems I can solve today. Help me let go of the rest and help me believe in my ability to tackle and solve problems. Help me trust the flow. For each problem, there is a solution. Wow. And that concludes today's readings for Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Cool One Solution reminding myself to pause because that's where my higher power is.